Hello, and thank you for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. I'm Matt Baum, and every week, me and my partner James, we talk about what's going on with marriage and things like that. And also, things not like that. I'll tell you what's not like a marriage. Hmm? Having an automotive horn attached to your bicyclette. Oh, I'm sorry So about that, that when a human being goes to move the bike, you see a person could come down with a cold. Now, I didn't do that, but a person could move a bicycle. And when you go to move the bicycle and the horn of an automobile blares in, in the hallway, it, it a person could develop the shits. They could shit their pants and jump right out of them. Oh, um, some of the things you just described happened to us earlier this morning. Yes. I'm sorry about that. But which, but which ones? I, it's a mystery. We, we mustn't say. But we will scatter clues throughout this episode. If you can piece together this alternate reality game, you uh, will win a picture of Matthew's butt. Oh, good. Uh, having a car horn on my bike ensures that when I need to get someone's attention, I can. You got mine. I sh- thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to have your attention, James. I did one of those cartoon jumps where <laughs> I jump out of my clothes, and then my skeleton jumps out of my skin, and then my eyes jump out of my skeleton, and they go to Capistrano. Did you... Was there a U-shaped hole in the ceiling? Uh, it was actually shaped like the letter U. <laughs> okay. Uh, like in that Sesame Street skit where Bobby McFerrin sings, You Really Got a Hold On. Uh, me. Yes, yes. There was never a Sesame Street bit with Janis Joplin's Take a Piece of My Heart, where Muppets were pulling each other's hearts apart, was there? I think there might have been something like that. There was, I want to hold your nose. Maybe I want to hold your teeth. Yeah. Uh, I won't let you breathe or eat until I'm with you. I love you. It's a creepy song. Bert is singing to a head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it. I'm not sure that it, it has any sentience or sapience about it, but he's singing to a head, mm-hmm. and he's taking the pieces off of it. Uh, like, I want to hold your eyes. I want to hold your nose. Um, but uh, at one point, he does say uh, he will not let the head breathe or eat until they can be together. Yeah, it's romantic. Whoa. That's how I. That's how I want to. That's what our marriage vows are going to be, James. Duh, you're going to pluck pieces of my yeah. face off while yes. singing about them. About how I'll I'll deprive you until you die unless you love me. Yep, that's what marriage is. That's the definition. Uh, that seems about right. That's the, You've defined marriage, so the podcast is done. Good. Mission accomplished. Thank you for joining us, everybody. James, I'm sorry about the, the bike. Now, I, I will point out that this is the second time this has happened. And I think, it's, I think there have been more instances, but maybe you haven't been around for all of them. Okay. Well, I definitely remember one where you – it was early in the morning. And you No, it wasn't. It was like the middle of the night, and you were up, and you tried to move the bike and honked it at me in bed. I uh, I didn't. No, I did not wheel the bike over to you and honk it. Uh, you were in the bed, which is in adjacent to a hallway. Mm-hmm. We won't. We won't describe how the bed is set up, but uh, for reasons that you don't need to know about, because it's our little secret, uh, it's it's very easy for the bicycle and the bed to commingle. <laughs> okay, sure. That makes it sound like the like bed is is sleeping with us like a like a toddler that we bring to bed with. Well, I think so. It's like the bike in the bathtub in the Resident Evil demo. Oh, yes. You've been playing, speaking of spoops, you've been playing a lot of scary video game. I have. It's a, it's a good game. It's got a spook factor. It's got uh, creepy people with rakes and they want to poke you and they also want to kiss you and feed you. It's too scary for me. So what I've been doing mm-hmm. is sitting off to the side where I can't see the game yes. and when I hear you... It's literally behind a curtain. Yes, yes. When I hear you holler in surprise... I don't holler. You do. You make some noises. What? What? Uh, <laughs> demonstrate my noises. Well, uh, I'll tell you what you did when, when the bike horn went off. Yeah. You went, I'll, I'm going to back away from the microphone so I don't blast anybody's ears. Mm-hmm. You went like this. 
Whoa! That seems about right. Uh, when Wait, you, that was Toadsworth. That was. Wah, 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 wah. But anyway, when 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 you are encountered by when you encounter a ghost uh-huh. or whatever it is in, in Resident Evil, a zombie, a ghost. Uh, a it's spider. Casper. Uh, it's Fatso, Stinky, and Stretch mm. possessing a, a hunk. Yes, a sexy trio. Uh, you will go like whoa! Or, <laughs> whoa! I don't do that. You How do, dare you? You do, but it's fun because you're, you're live streaming, which means that there's a little bit of a delay. Uh-huh. So I'm, I can have a Twitch window open, and uh, which is a which is a service where you can watch people play video games. It's not that you you have a window open in the house that you just sit in and twitch. I should, and so there's a little bit of delay. So when I hear you holler in real life, I can switch over to the tab, and uh, in about twenty seconds. And by that you mean a tab in a web browser, not the, uh, the alternative beverage. Yeah, and so then I can see you get surprised hmm. and so that's very fun because you're seldom surprised by anything i am so surprised i'm like a newborn babe left in the woods <laughs> to get bitten by snakes oh that's not what you do that i you put the baby in the woods and that's how it gets all grown up okay you have to make sure it's like born Mowgli? uh yes like Mowgli, exactly right you you have to go to whatever lengths necessary to make sure that baby gets born and then as soon as it's born you lie it down in the woods and you say well baby you're on your own and then it grows up to uh, burn down the jungle. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mowgli. Yeah. Well, 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 well. Uh, uh, Bagheera was... Not Bagheera. Shere Khan was right. He was nothing but trouble. <laughs> he was nothing but trouble. Yeah. Him and his bare necessities. Over there with this, with this Papa Bear, Baloo, uh, pricking the raw paw. Well, next time, beware. The bees are buzzing in the trees and making honey just for me. I could listen to you sing Disney songs to me all day. Uh, it is very nice. Uh, interspersed with you getting startled by uh, spoops. Oh. Uh, so, uh, we've got some marriage stuff to talk about. Oh. In addition to... I wanted to prick the raw paw. Sure. We can do that, too. You can, okay. You can prick your paw while I'm telling you about marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What should we start with? I, I think we'll start with this headline that I just thought was funny. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, the headline is meant to be read, Irish Catholic priest marries long-term boyfriend in touching service. But to oh, me, it just sounds I, like they had a touching service. Sure. Well, that is the best way to get married. Yeah. Do you want to run a touching service? Uh, I, just go around to people and touch them? Sure. I mean, that service exists. I you've you've it written does. about it. I've written about it. Yeah, it's the world's oldest. Yeah. Uh, so his name is Father Bernard Lynch, and he married his partner, Billy Desmond. Okay, so what denomination are we talking about here? Irish Catholic. He didn't marry a... What? He married his boyfriend? That's what it says. Maybe. There's th- there's some details of this that are confusing. Okay. So, maybe he's a Catholic priest who is Irish, not Irish Catholic. No. No? Catholic priests don't marry anyone, let oh, alone boyfriends. Oh. You know that priests don't get married. I thought they did. Who no. gets married? Uh, ministers, oh, okay. uh, uh, the, the vicar of Darbley. <laughs> I don't know if the vicar of Darbley gets married. So fathers, but. fathers d- don't have mothers. Fathers don't. <laughs> have, <laughs> fathers don't have. Wives. Well, of course, there's mother superior okay. of the uh, sisters of perpetual indulgence. Mm-hmm. And then there's mother inferior. She just goes, "Well, I could be mother superior if I wanted, but I don't want to be." So Father Bernard Lynch has always had a difficult relationship with the church. This is what I know of him. 
Okay. In the 1980s. It must be quite difficult if he's marrying anyone, let alone a man. Uh, So he ran an early AIDS ministry in New York in the 80s. Okay. Came out as gay. Uh, The church was furious about it. And so the archbishop accused him of uh, child molestation. There was a big trial. uh, And it was, he was immediately, all the charges were immediately thrown out as as being false. So Uh, that is Incredible! Yes, that, uh, yes they it is. went to such lengths to protect actual child molesters, mm. uh, and then used child molestation to try to smear somebody uh, who was for, saving, uh, who's yeah. looking after LGBT people who, who were literally doing the uh, the caring for the sick ministry, visiting yes. the, the 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 outcast that they are called to do. So, I don't know, perhaps he's left the church? When you leave the church, do you get to keep your title? Because he's referred to Father Bernard Lynch throughout. Nope, uh, you don't. Uh, I remember my freshman year of high school, uh, I had an instructor. I went to a Catholic school, an all-boys Catholic school. (laughs) Um, And uh, one of the instructors, uh, you know, um, my budding gaydar was, was pinging away. And uh, he was a young man. He was a brother. And he was a young brother. And he wore the dress. He did it all. He was in the cassock. He lived in the brother barn, Mm. as we called it. Uh, There was a housing on site for the brothers, the brother barn. And and sophomore year, I came back, and he was just uh, Mr. Man. I won't say his name. But uh, he went from being brother so-and-so to Mr. So-and-so. And <laughs> that's some name. Yeah, uh, yes, exactly right. He was a real so and so. He was a two faced twat. He wasn't. No, he was a he was a lovely man. But uh you know, I mean the rumor was and even having not heard rumors, it was like, Oh, I think I might know why he's not a brother anymore. So anyway, he went from being brother so and so to being Mr. So and so. Okay, so this guy would probably I so it seems incredibly unlikely that he is an actual serving Irish Catholic priest, right? I, I don't see a scenario okay. where, um, and just, you know, Irish Catholic isn't really a thing. It's Roman Catholic. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so he, most likely if he is a Catholic priest in Ireland, he is probably Roman Catholic, probably not talking Eastern Orthodox or something, but uh, who knows? It could be, it could be anything. Hmm? Well, um, congratulations to whoever and whatever you are. It seems like we do not have all the details on this story. Yeah, so the information in all the coverage that I saw of him was very scant. It mm-hmm. Like, the articles would say something like, you know, just how, what a nice, lovely service they had, mm-hmm. and they had vows about justice. And then the article would finish with something like, Father Bernard Lynch ran one of the earliest AIDS ministries in New York and was accused of child molestation. End of article. So I had to go, like, searching to find out what was the deal. So can we go back to the first question I asked you? Are are you certain he's a Catholic priest? The internet says Mm -hmm. he became the first Catholic priest in 2006 to have a civil partnership with a partner of the same sex. Okay. This is very confusing for me because priests can't marry anyone, and I also don't think they can do any kind of domestic partnership. Um, The vow of celibacy, I mean, I guess unless they have some domestic partnership that celibate but even then i don't think you're supposed to do that uh i think it would be a violation of your vows uh your vocation uh, i i don't know it's all topsy-turvy yeah it is kind of strange isn't it and his i'm just looking at his website now and he refers to himself as father bernard lynch his website says i'm a roman catholic priest for over 40 years okay and and no one's disputing that because I could say I've been a panda bear for almost 40 years. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean other people are going to agree with it. 
Well, I just don't know because I just found a, tw- uh, a 2012 article that says that he's expecting to be excommunicated but hasn't yet. So maybe he's just puttering along until someone tells him to knock it off and gosh, maybe getting married is going to be the uh the thing that does it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. This I I guess. I mean, I guess if just nobody's bothered to kick him out, um I guess he could be just a practicing priest. Um uh, you know, I mean, the Catholic Church is fairly hierarchical, so I imagine he reports to someone, and they report to someone, and I'm not sure how that, uh, this has been going on. I mean, good for him. I, you just brought up a picture of his little man friend, and what a cutie. No, oh, wait, never mind. That one's not as good. I mean, I guess it's possible. There's, oh, there's a 2013 article where he's complaining about the church's celibacy requirement, so maybe his story is that they're just staying celibate? But that still doesn't explain how they got married. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's possible you could say that you were having a celibate marriage. But I, I feel like if a, if a priest uh, attempted to marry a woman and just say, oh, but it's a celibate marriage, I think the, the hierarchy would still be like, uh, no, 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 you're not marrying a woman. Although I don't, I don't know all the rules. I don't know. This is just—it's just strange to me. Yeah, it's all very strange. Um, I would not be surprised if there was additional fallout from this because it seems like he's kind of spent his career sort of prodding the hornet's nest of the hierarchy of the church. So- sure, and and there there may be two things going on. One is that maybe he's like that guy in office space that they've just kind of forgotten about, who just kind of sits there and complains to himself, and they don't listen. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an uncharitable way to characterize him. But what I mean is just somebody who the hierarchy just can't be bothered dealing with. And the other possibility is sometimes you want to have someone uh, in your organization like that so that you can say, look, we um, we welcome healthy dissent and we welcome uh, people with different ideas challenging the establishment. Now, that doesn't seem like the Catholic Church's M.O. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, although he is the Catholic Church's <laughs> M.O. <laughs> Why do we both think of the same offensive joke at the same time? Um, Aren't you nice? No, no, no. Uh, but uh, good for him. Good yeah. for his man friend. I'm very puzzled by this, by his husband. I shouldn't say man friend. Uh, I don't know that they're friends. <laughs> they could be adversaries they like could. us. Oh. Yes. Okay, well, that's happening in Ireland. Uh, I'll see if, I don't know, maybe there's some more information to be gathered, but it doesn't seem to be anything forthcoming, so maybe something new will happen there. Sure. Uh, elsewhere, internationally, you'll be delighted to hear we have no Australian news this week. Okay. But we do have some Polish news. All right. Uh, Poland's president, Andrzej Duda, says that the country will not have any marriage, any gay marriage. Not in Poland? Not in Poland, yes. They, li- they like the pole, not the whole. Yes, the... the Mm-hmm. Uh, so Poland is one of six countries that don't have any form of civil partnership at all in the EU. Okay. Uh, the others are Bulgaria, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, and Slovakia. Mm-hmm. So all kind of geographically close. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, that's well, and all within the the sphere of influence of former many of them former Soviet countries, and many of them still within the sphere of influence of of Russia, which of course has very regressive and repressive <laughs> laws about sticking it in the butt. Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, speaking of which, uh-huh. uh, about those regressive laws about butts, uh-huh. uh, in Texas. Yeah. So, uh, we have... Uh, the Moscow of the South. The Mos- yeah, well... well... I don't know. Um, 
<clears throat> so we've got uh, that Texas case that we've been talking about. Uh, that's moving along. We're going to have a hearing in March, just mm-hmm. to refresh your memory. That's the case where Houston started issuing spousal benefits for same-sex couples. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Yes. She did some great work. and She, she was, was saving all her love for this. <laughs> for the same-sex couples of the city of Houston. And so then some taxpayers sued over that with the support of the governor and state officials. Uh, the case is Pigeon versus something. Which no, it's of, not. It is. I'm afraid it is. It's a hiato full boyfriend. Yes, it's 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 literally a pigeon who's opposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so that case is moving along. It's going to get to the Supreme Court in Texas in March, and then we don't know they could take as long as they want to issue a ruling. Now there is a chance they could be strategic about that sort of thing because it could go from there to the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, yeah, that's probably the intent, right? Yes, and so if there is a replacement for Scalia. Uh, it won't really change the outcome of the, you know, if, if it's a ruling on the on, on Obergefell. Mm-hmm. But there are rumors that uh, Kennedy, who wrote the Obergefell ruling, uh, is going to be retiring at the end of this uh, current session. Why would he do that? Uh, be, I don't know. He's old. So yeah, Well, I know, but does, is he not aware of the potential uh, apocalypse upon us? Yes. So uh, maybe that will happen or maybe not. Maybe he'll be, oh, fuck, another four years of this stuff. I'm well, sure yeah, he I likes mean, his job. Well, you know, I mean, God bless these justices who are getting older. Um, I, I don't think anyone should feel like they have to work into their, their dotage when they're sick and uncomfortable and unhappy. Uh, not to say that he's sick and uncomfortable and unhappy, but, uh, you know, no one, no one should feel like they have to do that. But I also... I don't know, it seems like kind of a a profile in courage to stick it out for a few more years. Um, yeah, to given, prevent the world from ending. Yeah. So anyway, uh, depending on how that goes, also it's possible that anyone could die. Well, yeah. So uh, they may try to slow that case down as long as possible mm-hmm. uh, until they have a chance to uh, get rid of one or two more justices. So, right. Uh, we're going to have a... Because well, that, that, that's what worries me about Kennedy, is that there are a few others who, you know, they are, they're not spring chickens. And if one of them elects to go, it, it's highly likely sometime in the next four years, one of the others will not elect to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they'll, they'll be retiring permanently. <laughs> Do you think the grave can hold Rebecca Jones? You don't know the name of a single Supreme Court justice? Ruth Bergerfeld. Yes. So anyway, so the Supreme Court is going to get uh, Trump's going to nominate uh, or announce his nominee next week. Uh-huh. So we'll find out who's going to be replacing Scalia. Uh, and it's going to be Al Roker. Uh, yeah, and that would be fine. Something. Yeah, sure, he'd be fun. Yeah, be great. We can hold up signs, Big charts, in church, in mm-hmm. church, in court. Well, it's the 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 Church, church of, of the, the Secular Breast because mm. they have the one breast that hangs out. Ladies and gentlemen, James clutched his breast when he said that. I, uh, no, I didn't. My tits are uh, put away forever. <laughs> Uh, I can get him popping like uh, like in Showgirls. Oh, like know me. Mm. So anyway, uh, so that's going on in DC. With the, the vows at that priest wedding, um, I've got bigger tits than the Virgin Mary <laughs> and a bigger mouth too. <laughs> yes. Uh, when when he's finally excommunicated, do you think the Pope will say it's going to be weird not having anyone come on you anymore? That is the that for for centuries in Latin that has been <laughs> the way the Pope excommunicates people. Uh, originally, it was sachet away. <laughs> Great. Uh, also going on in D.C., uh, there's plans underway for a Pride March. So, uh, well, they, yeah, don't they do a Pride March uh, well, every year? Not like, not like the usual, like, hey, it's Pride, hooray, oh, okay. but like a big national Pride March on Washington. 
Okay, when would that happen? Uh, that would happen with Pride. So oh, okay. during Pride, there'd be a big march on Washington. That's mm-hmm. it's, it's the idea. Mm-hmm. I am a little skeptical of this because it's not a lot of time to put together something big like this. Wait, but, but isn't Pride's in June, right? Yep, yep. They put together the Women's March in like two months. That's true. So maybe past past. Pride marches have taken a long time and a lot of organizations. Well, I mean, you don't have to have fucking Lady Gaga and uh, Carly Rae Jepsen flying out of a rubber ass. Uh, Like, you don't need to have these things to to make a political statement. The reason these things take so long is because now they're businesses and Mm. they're corporate entertainment events, and that's got a lot of moving parts. If you just want people to go to Washington with signs and say, knock it off, dum-dum. Uh, that's not quite as difficult. I not guess. that it's easy, but it's not quite as difficult. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see if there's something to rival the women's march. Yeah, in I mean, June. you don't have to book fucking Shaka Khan for it. Is she still alive? Yes. Oh, good. Well, butterfly in the sky. She sang that. I know. She's a, a treasure. She, she doesn't. She doesn't do much these days. Flies but... twice as high. Yeah. Take a look. It's uh, in a book. Okay, so that's going to be coming up in June. We'll we'll see how that she goes. can do anything. Do do do. <clears throat> and uh what else it's kind of a noel coward shaka khan by way of noel coward what how she can do anything la 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 shaka khan now what's the sh- what's the noel coward noel no <laughs> coward you know Noel coward yeah yeah uh he was a song and dance man he put on his uh his spats and his haberdasher he'd tie his dicky and manhandle his ascot and then he'd uh, sit on an eggplant uh-huh and he'd go i can do anything rainbows rainbows everybody do the rainbows it's such a pleasure james even when it's not a disney song to have you singing to me <laughs> uh i'm not sure what that song is the rainbow song it's nice it's nice it's it's a nice romantic don't song. be a coward come out to the homo march i am shaka khan i'm gonna shuck your corn great is it, so this is kind of turning into a like a like a hoedown oh you recently showed me hee-haw for i the did because there's a cartoon donkey yeah i so i've never seen hee-haw mm-hmm. there's corn everywhere on that show at least there yep. was until the 1990s oh my god you mm. guys you guys. So Hee Haw was this show, and they did lots of rural, it was like laughing, but for Hicks. And well, yes, right? Uh, I don't, we don't use the H slur here. So then apparently in the 90s, they were like, oh, we got to make this more modern and draw in young people. So they tried to do like country music in this. They made a set that looked like the cafe from Saved by the Bell. It looked like a combination of the cafe from Saved by the Bell and the set of Kids Incorporated. <laughs> and yeah, so that didn't work out. And then the show was canceled like the next year. Oh, but so. And they got rid of the cartoon donkey. Where do you think he is today? I think he may be in this very room. <laughs> oh no, James, the hee-haw is coming from inside the house. Yes. Uh, anyway, so that's it's coming from on. inside you. Oh, it's the donkey within. Yeah, that's my self-help book. Um, uh, it may be <laughs> unlocking the donkey within. Uh, what's the, what Please else write that. <laughs> sure, you know that's not bad. I'm putting that down. That's going in my idea journal. <laughs> it's like the secret. You've put it out into the universe now. Mm. Like like my cookbook called Hush Puppies. Yes. It's uh, a book about cu- cooking dogs. I almost said cucking dogs. <laughs> sure, that sure. too. Cuck the dog. Hush, <laughs> puppies. Mm-hmm. What are some of the recipes? What are some of the, the, the dishes you can prepare? Oh, well, I mean, there's a simple poodle strudel. There is the uh, 
Bichon Freeze Pops. There's Shiba Inu Shabu Shabu. Yorkshire Terrier Pudding. Yep, Yorkshire Terrier Pudding, of course. These are all very good. Uh, I described this book to somebody a while back, and they were just horrified. And I think it was the last time we spoke. It is a cookbook full of pictures of adorable dogs posing with food, and then recipes for how to turn the dogs into the food. Delicious. Hush, puppies. Yeah. Uh, Recipes for man's best friend. (laughs) Can you imagine somebody who buys it thinking it's a cookbook? To make food for dogs? Sure. Oh, I want to cook for my dog. To serve dog. Oh. I guess if your dog's a cannibal, which most probably probably are, are, yeah. Mm -hmm. They probably wouldn't turn up their nose. Mm -hmm. They might sniff a butt, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see. So, anyway, speaking of uh, (laughs) uh, news for uh, rural people, uh, did you know in New Hampshire, Mm -hmm. the marriageable age for women is 13? I'm not surprised. Uh, it's 14 for men. Okay. And by women and men, I mean boys and girls, because 13 and 14 are children. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you can get uh, married to a lady if she's 13 years old, married okay. to a boy if he's 14, but not if you're gay, then you have to wait until you're 18. Well, okay. So, what I was thinking is that there, this was a, some old law, and the way that it had been retconned to not be monstrous was that if both parties were under 18, they could marry each other at those ages. But you're saying that, like, a, a 50-year-old guy can marry a 13-year-old girl? Yep. Oh. Ooh, that's not good. Oh, uh, that's yeah. different. Yeah. Um, that's not what I thought that meant. No. Uh, so, at that age, they do have to have parental approval. Oh, good. Uh, yes. So, uh, and that is apparently something that happened. Uh, in recent years, in the last five years, uh, a 13-year-old girl was married to somebody. Uh, no details on who and what and how old the partner was and anything like that. But, um, oh. ooh. Yeah. So, uh, one of the justifications that was put forward for this, so people are trying to change that. Sure. Uh, one of the justifications that was put forward is, uh, well, if somebody gets pregnant, this makes it easier for the parents to remain together and raise the child together yeah i've heard that argument um you know we can cure pregnancy yeah uh, that's an interesting way of phrasing it yeah uh so yeah so they're working on, on changing these laws and um oddly one of the things that people are most comfortable objecting to mm-hmm. is how it's unequal for same-sex couples well i mean i guess as a way to challenge the law yeah. that's uh, a fine way to challenge it i don't think we should be advocating uh i mean for many reasons uh but i really don't think it helps the cause uh for lgbt people to start advocating for the marriage of 13 year olds to Mm, adults no so uh i would say that as a way of challenging this law by saying that it is uh a violation of due process and equal protection um that seems like a good way to challenge it just as one of many problems however I don't think the desired outcome is, okay, now uh, 50-year-old guys can marry 13-year-old boys. Yay! Equality! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, if it's just a way of saying, like, one of many problems with this law is that it's a violation of the 14th Amendment, okay. If the solution is then, okay, now we fixed it, so gays can do it too, um, eh, no. (laughs) No, no, no. no. That's not great. One of my favorite things about this is uh, someone pointed out, like... Okay, we're letting 13-year-olds get married, and it is actually happening. It's not hypothetical. Right. 13-year-olds can't even get a library card by themselves. Well, I mean, but they can with parental consent. I guess, I guess. So you can enter... I mean, obviously, 13-year-olds, you know, there was a time, there was an agrarian time where adolescence didn't exist. And when you could start producing 
sperm and dropping eggs, you could potentially be no, married yes. and starting a family and contributing more hands to the farm and so on and so forth. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, until really the 20th century, adolescence wasn't a thing. Um, it was childhood, and then you started getting a bush, and it was like, okay, now you're a man. Uh, so get married and, and do your thing. I mean, not, they weren't marrying 13 year olds on moss, uh, or on moskformosk.com, uh, in the 1800s and whatever, but it, it wasn't unheard of. Uh, but yeah, it, we don't, we're, it's different. We live in a different world now where there is a middle period between childhood and adulthood yeah. where we don't marry no no we, we don't. don't make lifetime commitments you go to the mall and yeah. have awkward dates and i don't know what how, 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 do, how do teenagers date i don't i literally don't know how teenagers uh, date. i think they swipe right on tinder oh, they boy. send illegal sexts to each other that they shouldn't be doing no 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 mm-hmm. um and then they meet in a dumpster and they get married that was our courtship kind of kind yeah. of I, 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 we return to that dumpster once a year as a little pilgrimage to our love dumpster. <laughs> That's what I call your butt. No. But the, so the, now, now people have more details. The interior is the love dumpster, and mm. then the exterior is Golan and Globus. Oh, that's right. Yes, there are many names for the anatomy of my hindquarters. Well, yeah. It's important. Naturally. Yes. Can you imagine it like if I went into a hospital and you were like, oh, there's there's something in his love dumpster. I, <laughs> Golan's not looking so good. <laughs> And the doctor's flipping oh. through Grey's Anatomy. I don't know what this man's talking well, he's about. He's just watching a DVD. Of Grey's Anatomy. Yes, he's yeah. saying, oh, McDreamy. Is that the McDreamy show? I, or is McDreamy a salad dressing? <laughs> I think it's a. Uh, I think it's something that you get at, at, at McDonald's. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the McDreamy McFlurry. Sure. Yes. Every McFlurry is McDreamy to me, and McFlurry is great. You know... It's been a long time since I've had McDonald's. I think our last road trip was the last time. When else would we? There, uh... One of the, the, the features of our part of uh, Seattle here is uh, very few chain restaurants. Mm. Yeah, I can't think of where the closest McDonald's would even be. Oh, I know. Oh, you know? I okay. know. I have them mapped out. Okay, that's good. Why no, but it's, they... it's quite a walk. Okay, really? Yeah. Well, okay, I guess we'll, we'll walk to McDonald's when we're done recording this. No. No? James? Because but... it's not good. Uh, but you Burger just King. Said... Now, Burger King. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, Wendy's are the occasional... Oh, yum, uh, I would I would definitely take Dick's over McDonald's. Well, me too. Those are words to live by. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that's about it for news this week. Really? That's Yeah, that's it. Um, there's some other little tidbits of, you mm-hmm. know, National Organization for Marriage wants more money and that kind of stuff. But, of you know, it's the do. usual blah, blah, blah. It's not worth discussing. Okay. They're uh, very excited about the Supreme Court. They're saying... Oh, I bet. Yeah, this is their opportunity to overturn marriage and Roe v. Wade. Of course, of yeah. course. So, bleh. Anyway, so that's going on there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please do uh, let me know your thoughts on the show. I'm at Matt Baum on Twitter. You can also uh, leave uh, feedback on the show, uh, an iTunes review. And uh, oh, also check out my other podcast, The Sewers of Paris. We're coming up on episode 100. Uh, and I've got a very special episode planned for episode 100. I think you're really going to be excited. It's somebody I've wanted to have on the show for a long, long time. And I finally, I finally got him. I sunk my claws in. And we've got some real, we've got some real good stuff stories to share for that episode. So check out The Sewers of Paris, my other podcast, where we talk to gay men and they share stories about the entertainment that changed their lives. And for episode 101, you're talking to a Dalmatian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, actually, that would be cute if I got like a, a pup to talk to and I just talked to a pup for episode 101. Sure. Uh, that would be a perfect follow-up to yep. this. To, yeah. 
Anyway, so that's about it, ladies and germs. Uh, you can also check out my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash Matt Baum. Got some videos up there about LGBT issues. Recently, we talked about the Affordable Care Act and how repeal of the Affordable Care Act would be kind of disastrous for LGBT health uh, and what you can do about that and why St. Francis has some words of wisdom about the repeal of the ACA. How unlikely. Aka. <laughs> sure, that's what we call it. It's not Obamacare anymore, but it's Aka. it's the the Martians from Mars attacks. Aka, Aka, Aka. Oh, I hate that movie so much. James. Why? What? I Wait, hate, what? I Why do you hate Mars, Mars attacks? attacks? It's so unpleasant. Everyone's unpleasant to everyone else, and people die unpleasantly. And- no, there's the the almost cute boy from the trailer park. Uh, there's a wig that walks through the White House. Mm, I just hate that. The movie makes me so uncomfortable. Hmm. I don't know. It's something like clowns. It, it just makes me feel weird. Well, I think that that's something... an unexplored erotic... Uh, yeah, fixation. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, I'll just need to write some Mars Attacks erotica to explore that side of me. Absolutely. Okay, so folks, look forward to that. Look look for my uh, Mars Attacks erotica coming soon to B. Dalton's near you. And uh, I think that's everything, James. So by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over... Butterfly in your butt, you're a dirty slut. Take a look, it's in your ass. A poop. Duh!